G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, culture and current events from a biblical perspective. 2020 with Neil Johnson on Vision. Let's turn our attention back to those events that are unfolding in Ukraine, the Russian invasion, things changing by the hour. And of course, whenever there is war, there's a propaganda war that also accompanies those on both sides. Perhaps there are extremes and so many looking at social media for their guidance on who do I support in all of this. And some things might be obvious, uh, but there are some things not so obvious for many. Let's talk about a few of those issues today. Bill Muhlenberg's been writing about these issues this past week. Uh, Bill Muhlenberg, welcome back to 2020. Great to be here again, Neil. Bill, you've been a little concerned, especially by things you've been seeing in social media about people taking sides and especially taking the sides of the Russians in the conflict in Ukraine. Yeah, well, it's, uh, I mean, like all these things, they're very complex matters. Any conflict, you have military issues, historical, political, international affairs, geopolitical matters. I mean, these are not simple and easy matters generally, and you can often find, you know, a lot of uh, truths, a little bit on various sides of these things. Uh, you know, not always. I think basically uh, we can say World War Two, Hitler and the Nazis. I think most most thinking people would say, yeah, we were right to try to stop him. He was wrong. The Allies were basically right. Uh, this one might be a bit more complex, but yeah, I've seen plenty of stuff on the social media that has bothered me. Some people who are really pretty much picking sides, I've said often that, uh, sure, Ukraine is far from perfect. It's certainly not free of corruption, but then again, no government is. In a fallen world, all nations, all leaders can be tainted with sin greatly in pushing all kinds of evil agendas. But I guess the main thing I've been worried about of late is seeing so many, including so many Christians, saying, oh, somehow Putin is God's Messiah to drain the swamp, to save the world, Ukraine, NATO, EU, all evil denizens of Satan. And I mean, they're actually saying this. I'm not making this up. They really are pushing this extreme narrative that somehow Putin is almost Jesus incarnate, come to save the world. And, uh, you know, we should support Russia fully in this invasion and be glad that Ukraine's being bombed to the Stone Age. So that's kind of the, certainly the extremes, but sadly too many people seem to be pushing that narrative that I've been especially writing about. When people are characterizing Putin and saying he is, as you say, a little bit like a savior, this would be because he's taken some very anti-woke 
positions in his leadership in Russia. And so some of those have aligned with what Christians think is a right behavioural pattern, uh, but that doesn't excuse the sort of thing we've been seeing uh, with this decision to invade Ukraine. Yes, exactly. I've been saying this quite often. We all know that Russia and Putin have been doing a few good things that I guess most Christians would like. You know, he's been at least giving pro-family sentiments, you know, not letting the homosexual agenda take over Russia. So, yeah, you know, I, I applaud that. I'm not blind to any good things, but that's not the only thing, of course, Putin is involved in. And by the way, uh, Ukraine has taken a similar sort of position. So if your main thing is, oh, one looks like he's more Christian and pro-family, well, in that sense, both countries are kind of equal. But uh, you judge a nation more than just that if they're good on family matters. But if you basically have a tyrant who's, uh, you know, well, KGB official who uh, has really never left the stall in this fold. Uh, many have pointed out he's probably ransacked Russia of tens of billions of dollars that he's pocketed for himself. You know, he uh, arrests, poisons, or kills political opponents. Uh, you know, this is not your basic uh, definition of a messiah, of somebody that God loves. Now, sure, God can use people for his purposes. He used Nebuchadnezzar and the Babylonians, but as an instrument of judgment, not as a means of bringing, you know, right truth and righteousness to the world. And soon thereafter, Nebuchadnezzar was judged by God. So if you're simply saying God can raise up people to do certain things, sure, no problem. But my concern is many Christians really think that Putin is somehow some kind of great Christian leader who's, uh, you know, come to save the world. So we really need to think a bit more carefully and be a bit more guarded in these assessments. So trying to reconcile, uh, saying some nice pro-family things, uh, but then unleashing a barrage of missile attacks another sovereign nation and taking the lives of not only military personnel but civilians. That's uh, mm. something that you might say is an evil act. But when you've got uh, the opposite to that, uh, where there's a propaganda war that's going on, and undoubtedly the Russians uh, will have all sorts of people on social media promoting a nice profile for their proud leader, but when you've got the West and NATO and the EU all characterised as part of an evil deep state, that's where you have to ask some deep questions, don't you, Bill? Well, you do. Uh, just as no government is uh, perfect uh, without fault, no media outlet is perfect. Some can be better than others, both governments and media, but all have to be uh, treated with careful discernment and caution. Uh, for example, here, uh, Russia Today, RT is a state-operated Russian, uh, well, television and media empire. So I've, you know, I've actually featured uh, articles in the past from RT, again, on the things we talked about when uh, there's a stand to be made against the radical homosexual agenda and so on. Well, I'm happy to run with various sources, but obviously if it's a Russian state-owned uh, media outlet, they're going to give a very one-sided view of what's happening now in this conflict. So at the very least, as I say in my piece, if you're going to read RT 
and uh, outfits like that, well, maybe even give the you know Ukrainian media a shot as well, and you'll see quite different views, obviously, on what's going on. So uh, given that no media outlet is uh, completely neutral, objective, and free of bias, it behooves us as Christians to not just rely on one uh, and to think, oh, I've got all the truth. We need to dig much more deeply and ask hard questions and not just run with whatever narrative somebody happens to be pushing. If this continues to deepen, Bill, and the conflict continues to go beyond Ukraine, if it is a World War Three situation, how long do you think before there might be authorities trying to clamp down on what's being said? There's an old saying, I think, dates back to World War Two: loose lips sink ships. And so when you've got propaganda wars and social media uh, running amok and saying all sorts of things that are wrong... Uh, How long before you think someone might crack down on that and say, hang on a second, choose the side uh, that you're on and promote that side? Yeah, well, that's a good point. And as I said in one of my recent articles, in one sense, the past two years with COVID has been good because I think it's woken up a lot of people to understand, finally, you know, not everything media says is reliable. Not everything governments and politicians say are truthful. So if that's been a good thing of the last two years, people are waking up a bit. I guess we got to be aware that we can take it too far and go to the other extreme. Uh, you know, there are <laughs> such things as conspiracy theories. Uh, just because often our opponents accused us of being conspiracy theorists when we simply said, wait a minute, shouldn't we think carefully about what we're made to inject into our bodies? That doesn't mean there are not, uh, you know, various outfits out there pushing agendas. So again, going from one extreme to another doesn't help. And yeah, well, I've taken the view that... uh, while some many are claiming oh, Putin's just trying to reclaim his own former territory, well, first of all, that would then include the Baltics, which are NATO countries that will drag us all into war. And of course, as an American, and if I know my history a bit, uh, at one point, Alaska and parts of the current U.S. were Russian territory. So if we simply say, oh, Putin's fine, he can take back whatever is his, Uh, Wait a minute, Uh, things get a bit more hairy here. So it's not just the truth wars, the media wars, but yeah, every possibility that if, well, especially with a weak-willed leader like uh, Biden in the White House, uh, Putin will feel no qualms at all about taking Ukraine. And I would think China would feel no qualms at all about taking Taiwan. So we've really got a very precarious situation indeed. At the very time we need strong, effective Western leadership, uh, we've been lacking it quite a bit for the past few years. Your opinion here, Bill, if we're looking for a firm Christian moral foundation for Mm -hmm. how we look at the conflict as it is unfolding there in Ukraine, I know that there are other Christian commentators and leaders who are saying nothing justifies what Putin Mm -hmm. is doing. Uh, Is there a way we can simply say this is a Christian view of how you look at this war? Well, as you've already mooted or hinted at, there's plenty of Christian disagreements here. 
Uh, I quote Martin Iowes of the ACL, who did say that there is no justification whatsoever for what Putin is doing in Ukraine. I happen to agree with him. But as I've quickly discovered with so many angry Christians, some of them really attacking me big time, uh, not everybody feels the same way. So I did write one of my four articles on Ukraine, just looking at some of the obvious scriptures that we have to keep in mind here, right? Jesus talking about wars and rumors of wars will be upon us. Um, we know the obvious truth that there is no lasting uh, you know, universal peace until the Prince of Peace returns. And so to try to put up any one human as some kind of messianic figure, and as I say, sadly, many Christians seem to be doing this with Putin, uh, we do have to get back to Scripture. If we can differ on, you know, how we understand Ukraine, we should agree with what the Bible says. We're all fallen, we're all sinful, power corrupts, governments can easily be corrupted, Peace will forever elude us, even though we're called to be peacemakers, until Christ returns. And I imagine adding to that scriptural Christian foundation, uh, there's also the way we might support our national leadership here in Australia, which, as I understand it, is bipartisan in supporting the Ukrainians uh, with money via NATO for uh, weapons to help to deflect the invader. Uh, That also no doubt has an important element. Uh, Bill, I'll point people to your latest article. This one we're talking about today is called On Discernment, Gullibility and Healthy Skepticism. It's about how we view the conflict as it is unfolding before our eyes in Ukraine with the Russian invasion. Bill, let me point people to BillMuhlenberg.com or simply Google Culture Watch one word. Bill, thanks so much for your insights today on 2020. Always a pleasure. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.